We're gonna skate to one song, one song only. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffee of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome to episode 85 of another Woodshop podcast where we're back after a one-day hiatus because I just, we just couldn't do it anymore. We just couldn't. I had to take a break. I had performance problems. We did a pre-show. We were like, you know what? Screw this. This isn't working. And then we came back today. You can yeah, tell we, people. I had performance so problems. He, Dan had performance issues. We weren't feeling um, it. <clears throat> yeah. We just weren't feeling we it. We really weren't feeling it. No. <laughs> it just happens neither, sometimes. Neither was most of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, you know who is feeling it, Mike. I don't know, Pete. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I know exactly who it is. Kanye. I set no, you up every the patrons. Week. <laughs> the Wait, patron. did Kanye sign up to be a patron? I, I ain't saying he's a gold guys. digger. Uh, oh no! Oh no! But he's a patron. Uh, <laughs> Kanye, big patron. Um, no. If you want to go check out our Patreon page, it's patreon.com forward slash anotherwoodshoppodcast.com. This show is brought to you by the patrons. They are amazing. They support us every month with financial contributions, which is amazing. So big thanks to them. Uh, and emotional and support. You, and there's a lot of emotional support, too. We, You guys yeah. mean a lot to us. So uh, big thanks to the patrons. We love you a long time. Uh, also, another thing that supports or that keeps this show going is our – Indignance Xanax. towards negativity. <laughs> yeah, Xanax. And, no, it's uh, it's our <laughs> indignance toward negativity. And, uh, you know, we just, when people try to tear us down, like in the comments, it makes us stronger. We're like a... Uh, it helps us grow. We're like, yeah, yep. it's a, yeah. It, it makes us uh, mad, but also laugh. We live, laugh, cry. And we have fun. What is the thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, we just have fun. No. But if you haven't checked live, it laugh, out... Laugh, smash. Uh, I believe it's live, see- laugh, trail boss. Live, laugh, trail bus. When anytime someone, anytime someone really tears us down on the uh, comments, uh, we live, laugh, we trail boss, and we tear them down like children. It's pretty great. So Just you should like check reading. out the most recent post on the Instagram page. You, you wanna, did you want to read it? Uh, no. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but, uh, you know, someone went what does not like the podcast. And, someone uh, basically, was, the gist of it was, why don't you stick to making a podcast instead of giggling? Like... No, you I want to do a podcast? Do a not podcast. to make podcasts. Yeah, like, I think he was very podcasts. specific about us not making podcasts anymore. So. Because he doesn't consider what <laughs> um, we do a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not a podcast. It's just three of us, you know, riffing and hanging out and making a bunch of. It literally is a podcast. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it. Somehow, <laughs> somehow it's a podcast. Sometimes, somehow we compile it and make it into thing. Anyway, hey, but love you, long time, me. Gary. So, yeah, Gary. It's uh, Jerry. No. <laughs> uh thanks jer gary it's like that joke from, oh you guys you guys never watched that show okay so listen we're gonna go into reviews it's the show that's not the office and i can't remember the name parks and recs dan you yeah. never watched it right you you watched it right Pete? no because so it's had, an office ripoff gary, I, 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 it's not an office it's not ripoff. it's not i, it's I refuse actually, to watch it it's not it's not the office the guy who wrote the it. office wrote that show <laughs> man it's the same guy it's michael sure he's nope, a genius nope Okay. Nope. So, uh, not the office. <laughs> not April? the office. You ever seen the Karate Kid? No, it's not the office. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's another Karate Kid, another office ripoff. We, right. Because <laughs> Michael was office. an underdog. Right. Right. Yeah. It's basically, you know, thievery. No. So, uh, you know, we have made a call, a plea, a petition for reviews, and we want them to be ridiculous and make no sense. A lot of you have done that, and we really appreciate it. Oh, they're coming through. There's, People are coming through. There has, you guys are great. But there's not been enough, and we've got one this week. And uh, Can there ever really, be enough, though? No. We need a, a minimum of a hard 30 note. reviews a week. Is that too much? 30? <laughs> we'll just do the whole show. We'll be us reading nonsensical reviews. No. We, we are going to go into the fun. review segment. It would be fun. <laughs> we that are would be a patron only. Now. <laughs> right? It's just... We could just make them up for one episode. That'd be fun. No, it would have to be like uh, like you just put on like sensual music and then Mike just reads them, just deadpan. Hey, girl. 
next exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't oh. know what that did to me, but I Hello. have to sit down now. Lots of questions. I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we're going to go into the review segment, and of course, that is sung into it by Mr. Daniel Dunlap. He wrote the song just for it. Go, Black Betty! Ram, lamb. I legit love that. It's somehow not my ringtone for whenever Dan texts me. I don't know how that's possible, but anyway. This uh, this review is from a Mr. Criff 5 Cunningham. I'm not sure what his name what? could actually be, but <laughs> it's Chris Cunningham, but he put a 5 in CBS. Yes. Criff 5? <laughs> It's Chris Cunningham. He says, bestest show ever. Still five out of five. I literally started listening at episode 69 and not for the reason you think. I guess you'll have to listen to episode 69 to understand. Listen to the pre-show. Oh, It's because it's the one he's on. Dan is not happy about it. Crip 5. (laughs) Crip 5 is on episode 69. Yes. I get it now. Dan is annoyed. Dan is now annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hope, I, Chris. I hope you're watching the. Uh, Dan's got this thing where he meets people, he immediately forgets he met him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's, a, it's an old man thing. <laughs> He's very cranky. Uh, he sat on something earlier, and it hurt really bad when he did. So, um, uh, the next it was segment, a pencil. It was a pencil. Oh, I thought it was. I was gonna play that. <laughs> uh, this. Ah, my nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sound of Dan getting into my car. <laughs> you guys really should like stop giggling and uh, stop doing a podcast because you're not funny. Yeah. That is so funny. I don't care what Gerald says. All right. So uh, the next segment is typically Wait. what's on my bench. But this week we're going to do something different. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, we didn't have any other reviews. That was it. No, was that it? was it. It was just the one. Is <laughs> this the one from Crip Five Cunningham? Uh, so we're gonna go Crip right five. into what's on my bench, and that's gonna be sung by Dan again. He wrote. He literally. He literally wrote this. This is. I, I'm a songwriter. That's what I do. He's a, he's, he's a jingle boy. They call him Jingle Boy. <laughs> what's on my bench? They call me Jingle Jerry. Jingle Jerry. <laughs> Wait, play it again, because we missed it. He was saying Jingle Jerry. No, it's it doesn't. It, I play it over. So, oh, Pete wants to hear it. Hold on, guys. It's for Pete. What's on my bench? <laughs> okay, so, so, nice. Did you see Pete's well, dance? It sounds so great Polish. in a video. It like what is that? Right. Oh, I see. This? Does it come through in the video? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay, cool. It's cool, cool. it's scrumptious. Uh, scrumptious. Yeah, Scrum diddly umptious. That's a Willy Wonka no. thing. No, yeah. I mean I think since. Pete made it really uncomfortable. Pete's going first, and I'm throwing Pete into the bus hard. So go. Oh, I was doing my thing, my list of things I'm going to do. <laughs> I knew it. I was screwing you up. This week, the role of Dan and not enough on his workbench is played by Pete. Um, what did I do this week? So I I did stuff in my uh, in my attic loft. My my laddick. My Sounds oft, murdery. <clears throat> Sounds murdery, yeah. It's right through. If you're watching the video, it's right through that. There's like a little door in my closet. A little Willy Wonka factory door. And scrum diddly umptious. Scrum diddly umptious. <laughs> so what I did is, so the laser that Mike and I have, Dan doesn't have a laser. Shots fired. Uh, it ha- it comes with a fume extractor. Ah, level laser. I <laughs> laser level. Yeah. I don't even have that. So I have this. It's a laser. No, you're gonna make Max oh, freak Max. out. He's gonna jump on your computer. Ah, my corneas. Flash this. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, so I put the fume extractor and the air compressor and Mike, you know how loud that stupid thing is. And what I, I realized it's right is it's the, the loudness, <laughs> most of the loudness comes literally out of the hose. The hose is like, it makes like, a, my hose like a very loud fapping It's a compressor fapping sound. It's really bad. So I put oh. both of them up in the attic directly above, um, this, the, the laser and exhausted it out of the right side next of to the your house. megaphone. <laughs> yeah and um <laughs> it's it's so much quieter in the shop now and the the remote works so i have electrical that i ran up there and everything so i just clicked a remote in front of the laser and it connects to the switch up there and i don't have to hear that noise so not only that but there's less crap on the floor so i'm very excited about that um aside nice, from that nice. <clears throat> i am um for once uh i have a, something similar to these guys is like i have a client i have a commission and i'm doing what boy stuff like that's I my territory, douche. I know. These are words. These are words I never thought Mike, I'd hear Mike, come out I'm of Pete's always mouth. Coming, I'm co- always coming for you, you man. Guess what? You it's a tabletop. You 3D printed a client? Is that what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> so 
I uh, after doing a bunch of research, trying to like figure out the best way to like invoice people and all that stuff, I ended up just going with QuickBooks. Googling tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> How? Lots what is research. a tabletop? Uh, they want one. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I totally know what that is. No, and a shout out to Mike. I actually, I reached out to Mike because I have I have two clients right now. One for a large CNC job, one for a tabletop. And I was like, "Hey, but like, what are you charging for these?" Because Mike's like, I had a, a CNC lot. first. He he took it and went like full business with it, and that's all. Like, I I go to him now for any information. <clears throat> Please, everyone, reach out to Mike with questions. He's great. He loves that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Actually, actually, anyone can ask me questions anytime. I'm very available. It, yeah, but no, but he helped me out a lot uh, with some pricing and stuff, trying to get that figured out. Um, so I picked up a bunch of ash from my my lumberyard, which is no longer my local lumberyard. It's forty minutes away. But I gotta say, they are they just redid all of their selection, and you can walk in there and get. Is that that uh, board and bean place? Yeah, board and bean place, which is still very pricey. Have you uh, thought about looking? I mean, you're kind of in the in a rural area now. I'm trying to I'm looking at some you. places out in the state. Yeah, there's got to be something out there. There, there is has to be one that I was recently looking at, uh, but it was. A I would lot go of, make buddies with those wet people. Stuff. I got to make friends with them. I, oh, I but but the thing is, have you thought about going to that green. Christmas tree plantation <laughs> plantation and getting some, pine, right yeah. some pine slabs, nice fresh green pine <laughs> to gum up my blades? Mm. Um, mm. But th- they redid their whole like layout and. It's the selection there is insane. They have everything in every thickness. It's it like you pay a premium, but you can go in there and you can get purple heart in a bunch of thicknesses. You can get there's an entire warehouse wall of S4S stuff. There's an entire warehouse wall of of um, uh, FAS and uh, you know just rough saw. And what stuff. does FAS mean? Oh, uh, fath. Uh, it's I think it's. Three sides are good, and then one's it's finished finished seconds. all sides. It's finished all sides. Is that what it is? Oh. It's actually first and seconds. First yeah. and seconds? Right. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's they have a really good selection. Find so a right. saw. I'm pleasantly surprised. And then I... Sh- <laughs> and I also shot my shot with them, and I was like, hey, while well, I'm checking out, because I've reached out to them in, on Instagram before and haven't gotten a response. They'll repost my stories, but not respond to my comment. Uh, about working together, and they're like, "No, we don't really do that." I'm like, all right, cool, well, worth a shot. Social media, what's gonna? That? I'm gonna ask every time I'm there. <laughs> um, no English, but I got that. No English. Uh, suddenly, like, yeah, I only speak English for this checkout, and then this sentence explaining it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna get started on this ash uh, top. Uh, I'm gonna do be doing Rubio on there. My first time doing Rubio. I'm pretty excited, and uh, gotta finish it with. Um, it's gonna be a desktop. So. I don't know, I might use I feel I'm assuming it's gonna get a lot of wear and tear just from like stuff on there. But I don't know, you think like uh should I go with like a Halcyon or something or just like hit it with regular spray finish like, uh, water base. Well I'm doing Rubio, but do I do anything on top of Rubio? No. No. Really? Rubio's oh finish. I should try sorry, yeah. I've never I've never done Rubio. Rubio is a Ru- finish, yes. Rubio is Rubio like Rubio is a, your finish. Really? Rubio Rubio was made for floors, so yeah. it's pretty durable. Really? See, I, I it's don't pretty know. durable. I've never used Rubio. You might want to do I would do two coats though on Ash with the uh yeah, with the Rubio oh, okay. it's, mono, it's called monocoat for a reason. Yeah, but uh, but woods that like to soak up open stuff like walnut, I like yeah. to do two coats on it. <clears throat> this is you'll notice you'll notice that ash. you won't it's see very it open dry. Right? I mean, the ash but Ru- Rubio monocoat is fine with one coat. Totally mm. fine to do it with one coat. I would just do two. I would give it like uh, I would give it like uh, like like six hours and then do a second coat. I like to do that with a walnut because it soaks that up, especially around knots. But ash uh, how's is really it with thirsty temperature? Uh, it's, uh, is there I mean, like it's, ideal it's temperature? Kind of like it's a hard wax oil. 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 Oh, when you oh, apply so it, yeah. Oh, you're just fine. Like at your temperature now. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, it's you're sixty yeah. and whatnot. You're yeah. fine. You don't That's need to do it. Yeah, no, I've never I don't think you want to do it. You don't want to do it like below, I want to say 45 yeah, or 50. I See, I knew it yeah. was a finish, but I thought it was something yeah. that like people tend to spray over the top of it as well. Well, that's no, really? time. I've never seen that. It's, well, I, I just I, I just assumed because it was a mono coat, I was like, this can't be that durable with one coat. It's a it hard is. wax oil. I mean, well, it's just I, the, the, the wax will, will – it'll. the thing that's really nice about Rubio is it only takes seven days to fully cure. That's where it kills everyone. Which, it's it's like is actually what they I need. they do have a hardener that comes with it that that will make it well without uh, the hardener harden it's twenty one a little bit a little bit faster 
Yeah, without the hardener. Is it with the hardener? It's only seven days. Seven days. Yeah, it's seven days oh. full cure. Yeah. So the, See, there's I'm just talking. Bought, I'm just talking nonsense. You should have bought heart part yeah. A and pop part B when you bought. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Which okay, I didn't know was a two parter, and I picked it up. I'm like, oh, that's the thing. When you mix it, you yeah. need to use it though. That's for sure. Okay. No. 100%. Yeah. If you don't if use, you mix you it, use hours, it. If you don't use it, throw it in the trash right in your neighbor's yard. So you have four yeah. hours with it with that, or I think it might be even be six oh, hours, but you have four to six hours, something like that, to use that hardened mixture. Otherwise, it's trash. So let me ask you this: Would you recommend like hit the one side, the edges, flip it right away, and do the back, or like hit the one side, let it do its thing? Yeah, as soon as you it. wipe off that excess after fifteen minutes, it's ready to go for the most part. I mean, you just can't, nope. you know, you can't like start pouring water on it yet. You can't do no, that for no, like no, seven no. days. So, I'm glad I asked the question because I'm pretty sure people have never used Rubio, so this is going to be a good little lesson. I, I actually had no idea it was a part A and B. I, until you said it, yeah. like, yeah, you mix the two parts, I picked it up. I'm like, oh, it's because it's, it's one it's three it's to like one. one cylinder with like a seal on it. That Buy yourself they some together. syringes, different size syringes. Mm-hmm. Get yourself the 20 milliliter yeah. and the 60 milliliters. So I'll, I'll do like, I'll do the big one. I'll, pull, I'll draw out 60 milliliters. And then I'll do the small one for the hardener, and I'll draw out 20 milliliters. I'll throw it into one thing. I'll mix it up. It's ready to go. And I just keep and reusing is this that same a, cup. a little dabble do you type of thing? Yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah. Because yeah. I got yeah. the 320 gram milliliter. It's going to be whatever. more than enough for a table. Oh, that's, I'm assuming. But I'm assuming this isn't yeah. the first time somebody's going to like, I want dark wood, but I want to pay for light wood. Oh, you bought the chocolate. <laughs> So you got chocolate. your chocolate hardener, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll you'll use it other places. It's fine. Oh, one hundred percent, I'll use it. Yeah, yeah. I, from I, I just look push at the colors. It. Push it on customers. Yeah, They're like oh, you want stain? Chocolate. That's where it's at. Yeah, I mean, I I will not. I will avoid stain until I die. I'll just try to use Rubio as much as I can. Yeah. So I've, I, I mean, I I've heard I of it many many times. Just, product this week. No. That was pretty and, nice. That was well, pretty... I want to hear your thing. So well, I'll talk the about only that thing I really had. So I've been just doing a lot of. Again, honey-do list stuff around the house. We're doing all these like touch-up projects just to wrap up the, the house. Um, I was going to do the sink this weekend, but I got to make sure all the plumbing stuff that I have is like everything I need. Um, and then I just did that ducting and everything. And that's about it. About it. Just clean up my shop, started actually turning tools on. It feels good to like be running tools and have everything where I want it. So I'm, I'm real happy in my shop. Well, Mike, let me hear about your thing. I want to hear about this new product you're using. Well... My week's actually been now that I'm thinking about it, I've actually had a really busy week. Um I finished that poker You're table and moving. delivered that this week. Yeah, I'm still in the middle of dealing with stuff like that. I well, I got the poker table delivered. Uh customer appears to love it, which it is really gorgeous. <laughs> like it is a really gorgeous table. I wish I don't play poker. I want that poker table in my house. It what? is really beautiful. Poker so um, You don't play poker? Oh. So next time we're together, we're gonna play. For money. Yeah, we can play poker. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, I got uh, my cool. contractor came on Monday and uh, dug the trench for the electrical to go to my shop. Now I'm waiting on my electrician to run the elect. He's got to set the uh, disconnect with the meter over by my other meter, run the wire up through the attic, over down the other side of the house, over to the shop, and then into the sub panel. And then me and my uncle are doing everything in the shop. Once he does that, and I uh, once he does that, I'll call the county. County will come out. I mean, his work's only gonna take like a day to a day and a half. He said, uh, "I just need him to do it." But once he gets out and he's done, I'll get the county to come out, put their green sticker on that thing, and then once the the, the county puts their sticker on there, which they said they'd only be about five days to come out or something like that, then the uh, PG the power company will run the service line, and then I'll be ready to start running power. So. Um, I keep saying like middle of November, but I'm getting really concerned now because <laughs> if uh, I'm start, I'm really concerned I'm going to miss out on a lot of these holiday sales, which is a really huge bummer. So I'm sorry, I should we're have. we're taking yeah, it's really it's stressing me out a lot. Um, we're um, we're going to be taking the week off for Christmas because we're going to go to Mon- uh, Montana. So uh, which we oh, got to nice. talk to you. I got to figure that out with you guys, but we're going to go up to Montana for a week and. Um, yeah, I, I got to get that figured out for the holidays really bad. But I did come up with a – I have a somewhat of a solution and I'm probably just going to have to jump on it. My dad had a huge uh, generator, one of those ones that you use at a big construction job site. It actually pumps out 180 wa- uh, 180 amps. Uh, it's got 250-amp 220s, 230-amp 220s, and then 220-amp 110s. So um, I can run – Yeah, Jed, I can run a lot of stuff. I get that joke now. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to make some plugs for some stuff, which sucks because it's gonna be temporary and it's probably gonna be like four hundred dollars worth of plugs. But I gotta I gotta run my shop, so it is what it is. <laughs> so talk to your old job, see if they just have some laying around. No, they don't do electrical stuff. Yeah. It's I've got I've got anyway I got baloney cord in there and a <clears throat> spider box that can anyway, Bologna. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I what else? Did I do? Oh, I built a I built a <clears throat> bed, which is use that semi exact hardware. So I say building a bed. That loosely. looks so cool. Yep. I'm yeah, building I mean, one semi ex- too. Semi exact sent me ninety percent of a bed, and I added some wood to it, basically. <laughs> so it makes it really simple. I just had to uh, get some finish <clears throat> on some nice pieces of wood and attach it in there. I had to put the inner rails and stuff. I, I you had to like, you had to like. Uh, Shave it down a little bit on the ends, right? Yeah, I put rabbits on the end because my stuff rabbits. is like point. Shave it, yeah. rabbits, whatever. Yeah, I, I put Words. rabbits on the end because the it, it really is a point seven five gap there, and all yeah. my I don't have my planer, <laughs> and all my walnut is rough, so I used walnut right. and um, it point nine three when it's rough. So um, I put the rabbits uh, in there, you slid in, cleaned it up, jump sander. I don't have power. I don't have a drum sounder. Oh. I sold my drum. Oh, so how'd you clean it up? Because you said it was all rough. With my sander. Oh, just oh, like actually, yeah. like your Merca? I started with. Yeah, I hit it with my Merca. Whoa. I hit it with wow. eighty grit <laughs> and started rough, and it was. It looks great. I took. It, I mean, I, I once saw I a guy. I once saw a guy like, uh, use a router, a cordless router, and shave off a bunch of MDF. That oh, way. that's what I did. Was MDF do you think about doing that? Or our router. Um, I did a router to get I my rabbits I hate those like there. videos from like like Malaysia or whatever. They do the craziest stuff. Did he like then <laughs> fill backfill the MDF with ramen and super glue? <laughs> no, I, I did. I used my uh, my my smaller festival router, my fourteen hundred, to get the rabbits on there. But I did everything. I just, I mean, because I used vesting, which is, I mean, people are more familiar with Rubio. I use the vesting product, and I'll go into that here in a minute. Vesting is a single coat product like Rubio. Um, it has some differences. <laughs> I, I really like the product a lot, like a lot. It has um, the Rubio is a bit more clear. Oh, Pete, FYI, Rubio uh, only sand to one twenty, so that made it quick. Um, so you, well, I question uh, about that though, because like, how don't does, go it, does it does it level out? Does it flatten? It out levels out. Yeah, out it's a hard wax. Is. It's a hard it's, wax. The, so so mind. you lay the product okay, on and the, the, the oil, you want to leave that grain open because the oil needs to get in. Then the hard wax kind of po- it polymerizes. That's the natural – that's the seven-day cure. Once that polymerizes, you could pour spray that thing with a hose. But that hard wax becomes smooth. So, uh, so it's, you know, it's like paste wax. Do you have to do any uh, buffing or like just like a little cleanup at the end? No, not really. Will you, will you apply the finish well, and then, and then you, you wait off, 15 yeah. minutes and then you buff it off and you're done. And you just – you're done. It's super easy. So the vesting product, I don't know which product came first. I it's a Dutch product. Um, it's Dan. Stop I'm listening to music. That, I'm assuming Rubio came first. I don't know that for a fact. I should probably do my homework. But it's the same thing. It's a three to one hard wax oil. I think that um, the product's really expensive compared to Rubio, and Rubio's expensive. So they have an uphill battle there. Um, I'm sure there's import regions for that. I don't really, their, their price is high, uh, for their single coat air dry product. That's the most, uh, contemporary to Rubio. Also, they don't have a seven day cure. They have a 21 day cure, even with the hardener. So, Yikes. Mm, but what I, what I'm really excited about with vesting is when we were at maker camp, uh, Robert bliss showed us a thing. It was a table, a tabletop that, uh, uses it. Vesting makes a finish. You lay it on. It's a hard wax oil. You hit it with an LED cure light, and, the, and it instantly polymerizes. A UV the, light. Uh, it's they call it an LED light Cowards. on their site, but um, but you hit it with the light, and it instantly polymerizes, and you can like immediately it's cured, full cure. And That's for cool. so the I mean the product itself is is whatever the price is expensive, but it's it's worth it because of the production say. I mean for for doing production work. The money is worth it to me. In my opinion, it's worth it. It depends. Everyone's got to make that decision for themselves. The really high hurdle is that the light for the big one is $4,500. Um, the smaller ones, like 2Gs or something like that. Uh, <clears throat> can you get like a, a UV laser light? Yeah, and just 
<laughs> like I, mean, I got along. that like UV I, flashlight for the the type bonds. Have you seen Have you seen people like uh, use their power washer and clean their sidewalk really poorly? Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Like Dunlap was here. <laughs> oh, man. on a big table. No, they. But yeah. But I mean, 11%. for me, I'm I'm I'm, I'm working on a big project. <laughs> I'm working on a big project, or I'm negotiating a big project right now, and. Um, Initially, my thought was to spray it with lacquer, but if this job ends up happening, uh, I'm just going to buy that thing and use their product Makes because sense. it's going to save so much time, and then I have the tool bought out, and I'm done. So that's going to make – I mean, Dan knows what project it is, um, but it's 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 going to save so coasters. much time. It's a big coaster coasters. job. 73,000 coasters. Coasters to China. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's the name of the episode. Coasters to China. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, no, Coasters uh, Without Borders. Coasters Without Borders. <laughs> all right, all right. This is gold. Um, so anyway, I – so the Rubio product is very pure, very clear. Uh, the vesting product is more amber color and I actually really like it a lot. Uh, not that I don't like the Rubio product. It's a really great product. But the vesting product has my interest peaked but I'm very interested in this new product. So I'm going to be trying that. Uh, soon, I've already spoken with them. Uh, the guy, I won't give out his name, but the guy with uh, that company who I've spoken with is going to be sending me out the demo unit of the big machine and uh, some of the finish. So I'll be trying that out on a couple of things. Um, besides that bed, I'm, I've got to start making my wife and I a set of nightstands, which I have the des- I, I made the design for it like nine months ago. They're just two walnut nightstands. They're not going to be anything particularly crazy, but I need to get those going. We need nightstands bad. And then I'm working on a media center for our living room, which is going to be walnut ply with edge banding. And I'm those are the ones I'm going to be trying that vesting product on. And then in this room, I need to make a printer stand. So I've been actually working on design work because I can't really run tools. <laughs> so, But I actually did get a lot of stuff done this week, um, despite not having many tools going on. So... Uh, that's kind of my week. Daniel, what's up with you? I've had a pretty cool week, I think. A pretty uh, interesting week. So several weeks ago, if not a couple months ago, I took on a job for a door. Uh, the client wanted a brand new door for their house. It's actually a brand new house. It hasn't even been built yet at the time. It's a doggy door. It hadn't been built yet. What now? It's a doggy door. Murphy doggy door. <laughs> I hate you right now. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. So the, the door was going to be eight foot tall by 42 inches wide. It's going to be a pretty big door. And they specifically asked for quarter sawn white oak because their art- architect has their hands in all, all, all the things and this is what he suggested. And it's actually a really good suggestion. If you're going to make a door, like a front door for a house, it should be a quarter sawn uh, wood just because it's more stable. <clears throat> and why so with that said, with that said, uh, it has grown from just the door, which basically a door, if you think about it, a door is just a tabletop. It's just... A tabletop with a, a few extra holes in it and like some slots for hinges. No big deal. It's just so it has grown tabletop. from <clears throat> it basically, it really is. Uh, it's grown from that to okay, you need to make the door jam. Okay, I can do that. I've actually never made a door jam, but I don't think it's out of my scope of things that I can do. I just need to look up exact, you know, like measurements and stuff. <clears throat> I mean, your door elements. history is solid. I feel like that was a joke. It was a Murphy door joke. That was the most perfect project of all the projects I've ever done. I mean, you can't. Hey, one of the greatest Dan, door projects so in the history of door projects. Yes. Dan, when they come home, are they going to have to like open up a piece of the molding to like then open the door? <laughs> Legit. Dan, you are going yes. to kill this project for sure. I am so oh, yeah. stoked for this build. So it has grown from that to... Okay, you have to make the door jam, the door, and like a side piece that will encase a window. Side piece. So, yeah, a little side piece, little side action. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I don't know what the terminology is, but it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna have a window in it. So, 
I'm excited and yet nervous all at the same time for this project. I mean, it's something I've never tackled. It's not it's not out of my realm of of things that I can't do. It's just, you know, you you come into something that you've never done before and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to screw this up." I mean, it's going to be it's going to be pretty pricey when it comes to material, right? Uh quarters on white oaks, not cheap, it, especially Ooh. like around here. I think it's like I think around here, which it's pretty it's it's a local wood. But I think it's still like twelve dollars a board foot, which is pretty pricey. For quarters on that's my a good price. Board. Yeah, I mean, that's what I can oh, get. Wait, it for. What are you getting? Twelve oh five. You said eight quarter. Eight eight quarter. Yeah, my, yeah, maybe even ten quarter because it needs to be like two and a quarter inches thick. So, yeah. Oh, yeah anyway, be ten quarter for sure. <clears throat> I well, I might get eight quarter and make it ten quarter. You know, by flipping it. Um. Aside from that, I. Built and completed 95%-ish complete a desk base for one of my other clients. The the, the same client that has all the side tables. <clears throat> one of the side tables, quote unquote, uh, was actually a desk base that I forgot about. Uh, I'm, I'm making them a desk base. We're going to put like a marble top on it. I made the desk base. Uh, it looks like a Z. Looks like... I'm making a desk base for Zorro, which is really cool looking. Uh, the the joints for the the Z are bridal joints, which are crazy strong. And then I have to put some uh, inconspicuous like drawers on either side of the base. So I was working on that tonight, actually. Uh, and for smaller projects, I've been working on. Uh, like cutting boards and obviously bow ties because I say that every week. Bow ties for Etsy. Uh, I got like three or four cutting boards. I think I need to list on Etsy. I forget. Maybe even five. I'm you know I just make them in the background with all the little pieces that I have left over. You know, instead of burning them. Believe it or not, I don't burn as much as you think. So yeah, I have a bunch of those. Oh, and I I've had a lot this week. This is weird. I made a big Lebowski sign. And actually, people really like it. I So when I was flying out to Pete's, I was watching the big Lebowski. And I had a like a harebrained idea for like a big Lebowski CNC sign. And it actually came out okay-ish. The one that I made, it didn't look the greatest around like one of the details. So I, I threw it in the burn pile and I took a picture of it and put it on Instagram. And I had a, several people reach out and say, hey, that's actually really great. And I'd love to have one. And I was like, okay. It's going to take a little perfecting, but I can get you one. So anyway, that's my week. Nice. Very. It was moderately exciting. Sounds good. It was bugging me what that window is called next to a door. And it's called a side light. I had to look it up. A there side you go. Light? Yes. And if, and if it's above it. That I doesn't make any was, sense. Yeah. Well, if you have, a, if you have one in window? the door. If you have one in the door, it's called a light. That makes no the sense L-I-T-E. to me. L-I-T-E. But I did know this. If okay. you have a window a one above word or two words? a door, it's called a transom. Oh, that I knew. Ah. That we all knew. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, uh, yes, that reminds me. I actually have to make a transom that makes the door, door look like it's going to be nine feet tall. It's oh, still wow. going to be an eight-foot door, but I have to continue the, the transom up. Dude, you're going to gonna get feet. some killer work from this job. I'm super yep. excited for you. It's They're building cool. a yeah, whole they, house this client, around you. The, well, this client actually has more work for me to do. He's got some uh, very large pocket doors that he wants me to make when the house is done. So, yeah. Nice. And then some furniture pieces. So Ooh, That's great. I, oh, I'm very excited. I did meant to... Sorry, oh, go ahead. You Pete. first. I was going to say, I got... Um, I'm working on a project. I just wanted to give a shout out to Bidwell because I'm working with my guy Aaron over there on two projects right now. And uh, we're kind of getting the things working on that. One of them's like – one of them I'm, I'm just doing some some panel glue-ups for him. But it's it's a thousand board feet of eight-quarter white oak. <laughs> he's, That's crazy. He's, he's building a gigantic table. And uh, anyway, it's going to be – thousand board feet. Big, That's a big table. That's a lot. It's huge. I'll send you That's guys a large table. Uh, That's like a architectural drawing. It's a giant USS. conference table. It's like 23 foot long. And <clears throat> it's like a big triangle. It's like the long leg is 23 foot. A triangle? It's a it's triangle. Like, yeah, I it's I think I saw that wild. in Squid it's, Games. 
I don't know what that is, but uh, yeah, it sounds great. Um, and then it's a show on Prime, I think. And then the All other the one is uh, the other one is Legs for a Table. So big sh- shout out to Aaron uh, Bidwell, and Bidwell does really killer C Channel too. So go check them out. So uh, that's great. And then uh, I'm actually got, glad you uh, you said that because I forgot that I have some uh, legs from Semi Exact Two, and I'm going to go get a slab for them so I can yes. uh, finish that project. I'm okay. excited about that. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go get a uh, Perota slab. Nice for, from, from uh, uh, Zach. Yes, Zach over at Zach Rustic Lumber Store. Rustic uh, Lumber Zatch. Zatch. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Ch. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. yeah. Zach. Oh, he's Polish. Zach. I mean, <laughs> Zach. Zashevich. Uh, well, what I was got? what I was going to add is this is like kind of random, not really woodworking related, but it happened and it might lead to good things. Um, you guys know it's like it's a close neighborhood kind of here where we live. You guys were are here. You have and a gate. There's no fences, but sure. There's no fa- there's no fa- fence. Actually, a neighbor put up fences. <laughs> there's there's a lot of humbuggery around it whatever the people say humbuggery oh. <laughs> i don't know people it's a kerfuffle set it's a kerfuffle people are upset <laughs> about um, the fence but they have puppies wow. so get it. <clears throat> anyways i i see on my camera like a car pulls into my driveway one night and i'm like <laughs> who the hell's here at like 9 p.m or 8 p.m it was last night and uh it's a golf cart <laughs> it's my did, neighbor did you look out your window and you heard this jimmy i saw you come with my blood can you get my blood <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to save it for tomorrow or the next week. <laughs> oh, jeez. But anyways, so my uh, my neighbor from two doors down, Joe, uh, stops by. He's he's an electrician by trade. He does like generators. Sure, he's not stuff. three doors down. Two doors. It's nice. That's that's Steph. Do they he's still definitely. call you Superman? <laughs> I know what I'm listening to next. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, he's like, oh, yeah, I was just heading back, saw the lights on. I thought I'd stop by and say hi. So we like hang out in a shop and having a beer. And um, he was saying it like there's so there's a guy that has like a full mechanics shop in his house as a hobby. That's it. There's another guy that like does like welding and metalwork and stuff all within this like whole sec. So apparently they just they just like garage hop and like have beers and hang out and like help each other out and stuff. And I'm like, I could I might potentially have like a welding guy or whatever, like right here in my in my Very neighborhood, nice. which would be kind of dope cool. if, uh, and then yeah, Joe was like, yeah, can you weld sure. wood? Is that a thing? Oh, you, you could, you could sure yeah, try. Type on three. Yeah. A lot of type on three and sawdust. <laughs> Technically, Sweet. That's, that's welding. So pretty, actually pretty excited for the possibilities of having some, uh, welding guys in the neighborhood here. I don't have Bidwell near me. So, you know, work with what you got. Anyways, yeah, back to I'm you. Oh, that's kind of it for uh, <laughs> that. Uh, Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to leave a review. Uh, and <laughs> oh, but actually, before we get to questions, next week we have Jimmy DeResta on the show. So be- speaking of questions and voicemails and stuff, we w- yep. we are trying to put together a bunch of questions for Jimmy. So if you have any questions for Jimmy, and I don't want stupid person questions. I want good questions. I don't want to have you asking, like, what's your favorite wood? Uh, Team Chamfer. Yep. Oh, actually, I'm about to go into Adam's joke. Sorry. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> don't Sorry. don't ruin don't, Adam's sorry. joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was good too. Gosh dang it. Uh, but get us some questions for Jimmy for next week because um, we're really excited to have Jimmy on the show. So uh, this first question is from Adam Barnett, and I kind of just Barnetted him big time, but here it is right here. <laughs> hey guys, Adam here. So the rest of next week, huh? Man, I can't wait to send in my question. I can't decide which one to ask him, if he's Team Roundover or Team Chamfer, or if he knows that the right way to say that is Chamfer, Pete knows what's up. Or maybe I could ask him, what, what's your favorite wood? Yeah, maybe I'll ask that. Or, or do you like sanding more or being on TV more? I don't know. The choices are hard, but that's for next week. My question for you guys this week is about jigs. So I finally got around to making a crosscut sled, and God, I love it. It's so awesome. What jig should I make next? Love you guys. Talk to you later. Dan, question should real- Adam make? Yes, yes, go ahead, of course. It's your show. Mm-hmm. I realize you called on me, but before I go, I want to I ask if we can like put like a temporary ban on Adam for like a week. No, but he's can we he's do a that? Weekly we call, call in person. He's, so like he's. What? I would say he's our most loyal caller. 
<laughs> I just want to put a moratorium on Adam calls for a week, just for <laughs> no reason. No reason. No reason. I, I'm willing to go. <laughs> you don't want to be embarrassed. For, you don't want to for be embarrassed. Five days. You're, Adam, you're embarrassing us in front of Jimmy. That's it. <laughs> Adam, you're not allowed Jimmy. to call from today for the next five days, which means you can call in on Thursday and leave a voicemail. Mm. Outstanding. Still five okay. days. I'm banning him for five days. I think that's pretty that's, strict. Uh, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did he ask? What jig should he make next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm thinking a tenon jig. I think those are very handy. I use mine quite a bit. More, I would say it's probably my second most used jig in my shop for the table saw is a tenoning jig. Very simple. Very, very direct. What do you say, Pete? Uh, I would say a like a perfect forty five miter jig or sled. You would say saw. that, but you'd yeah. be wrong. Oh, well, you'd, you'd say you think that, but you've never been more wrong, dummy. Check, check again. No, I I actually <laughs> once I made a uh, um, this is from my previous table saw a, a, like a forty five miter sled. I was actually making miter cuts all the time uh, for like frames and boxes and whatnot. It ended up being actually really helpful to have. Uh, I. Had to. I sold it with my last table saw, so I haven't made one for my new one. But I kind of miss it. And I, was, I have a project coming up that I'm going to need it for. So I'd say get one of those perfect miners. That's where it's at. See that? That's the thing. Like it depends on what you're making. If you're making yeah. a lot of frames, you're going to want to make a a miter jig. If you're, you're not making a, a lot of frames, jig. you know. There you go. Oh, spline jig. Yeah. That's where it's at. Sorry, I took Mike's thunder. Go, Mike. No. Mike, what, what's no, your no. I I was going to actually say spline <laughs> jig because I've made spline jigs for every table saw I've ever had. So when I first started woodworking, I some for some reason used to use splines all the time on things, but I just don't use them anymore. So I have multiple spline jigs and I don't use them. But what I would recommend making is a straight edge jig slash tapering jig, which you can use if you have the match fit system, the micro jig match fit system. You just run the Ooh, run the me. channels down there. And um you can use their little attachments to make the straight line rip jig or the uh or the tapering jig, which I love that thing. I, no, I've got one that's like one. four foot long. It's a good one. I love it. So that's another If you don't have a jointer, like technically you could get away with using that. You can totally get away with that. Yeah. That's, I've done it many times for on edges. slabs for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah for, for edges, one edge. For too, faces. One edge, yeah. For faces. <laughs> <laughs> for faces. If you've got a, a four inch face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Could be rough. Um, it'd be <clears throat> just like your mother likes it, Trebek. Sorry. Um <laughs> It's an old SNL joke. Um, all right. It's been in my head all week. I don't know. Okay, the next question is from Dylon Scott. He's got this. Dylon. Dylon. Spitting hot hey, fire. guys. So I probably have a stupid question about wood movement, but I just bought some of these butcher block tops from the orange store. They're having a huge sale on them. Couldn't pass them up. I'm building an assembly table, and I thought these would be a great place for the top. So I'm looking to attach them, and I'm wondering if I should allow for the wood movement seen some youtube videos where these guys are putting the butcher block top on and just kind of lag bolting them in basically and i didn't know should i allow for like wood movement when it comes to like a butcher block top or or not or is it okay to just like kind of just bolt them in place and that's it um so any help be great um and thanks guys who wants to go pete Sure. Heck yeah, you want to account for that. Uh, now make sure it's the actual butcher block and not the what my desk is made of, which is butcher block veneer. And then it's got like a particle board core. The Home Depot They're stuff heavy. is legit butcher that is block. Full yeah. butcher block, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, believe it is. is. Um, yeah, you're going to, I mean, it's wood stacked. It's going to have a little bit of play. You're probably not going to want to just straight bolt it right to whatever you're attaching it to. I would do some kind of, you know, slotted hole or Z-clips, I guess. I would almost say a slotted hole might be better because Z-clips, I don't know how much you're going to be like, you know, if you're hammering some meat or whatever, making some chicken cutlets or whatever, you know, you never know. Or, uh, you know, you're very passionate or something and your wife ends up on the counter. Whatever it might be. Just saying we're Whoa, all adults here. Heck? We're all adults here. <laughs> Uh, no, I what kind say, of show is this? I wouldn't use like Z clips or anything like that. I would probably just bolt it in, but do slotted uh, holes. But Dan, what would you say? I was gonna say slotted holes too, especially if you're getting busy in the kitchen. 
Was he was he talking about a kitchen island or a workbench? I can't kitchen kitchen island. Regardless, slotted hole for sure. You definitely want to account for wood movement, uh, even if it's a butcher block, because yeah. the way the wood moves, it's it's going to be amplified as it gets out to the edges. So you still need to account for wood movement. Yep, slotted holes for sure. Mike, please repeat what I just said. Slotted holes. We did slotted holes for the butcher block counter in here. We did it. We made them out of plywood. That's how we made the attachments. It was just plywood clips we did with slots. Simple. Actually, yeah. Mike, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, you made the tops for Eight your inches. sit-stand desk, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, how did you attach it? Did it have slotted slotted holes in your base? No, I did a, my stepper bit, my metal stepper bit, and drilled them out wider. And then I did double washers. I put a washer in there, and then I put a bigger washer on that, so that it has about an eighth of an inch. Got a lot of play. Okay, that's because so, yeah. that's what I'm. I was gonna do for the that that top that I'm building for the client with the chocolate rubio. Mm-hmm. That's a desktop that's going on literally the same base that my computer is on, and I need customer to get those holes a little bigger. Yeah, a customer <laughs> just dropped off. She actually drew up the template for this thing she did the work she's actually a multiple she's been a customer multiple times i'm building her a desktop uh that's the shape of a big boomerang it's actually kind of cool i'm actually excited to do it um i've got the maple coming on um monday from macbeth but um she brought the hardware she's like i love these legs what what happened (laughs) do i need to pause the show I just hear grumbling and Dan bracing himself for a different <laughs> life. <laughs> I sure was supposed uh, to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Jimmy's going to be on the show next week, guys. What's that your question? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, anyway, I'm going to be doing the same thing. She brought me hardware. Yeah. She got off like Amazon. It's hairpin legs. They look like, to me, they look like trash, oh. but she loves them. Oh. So they're they're just like a single screw holes in them. I'm going to be stepper bidding them out and I'm going to be supplying Are you doing threaded hardware. inserts for that or are you just screwed it into yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to put, I'm going to take care of her on it because she's a good customer. I'm going to, well, for I'm going to do that. Did you do that? Because I was thinking about doing threaded inserts and I don't know if I should, if that's overkill. I did threaded it. No, I didn't do that for this desk. Okay. For this, de- no, it's, it, for your customer, you need to do that. For my tabletop, I didn't really care. I, I did cool. the space. I did the larger hole for the for the screws with the washers, but I didn't. I didn't put threaded inserts in. But I would for your customer for sure. You don't want that phone call. Uh, what was your answer? The ne- The next question is from John Scheiser. Here we go. Hey guys, this is uh, John with Huntington Builds. Pete put out a call for stupid questions, and I have a stupid question. Thank you. Or Thank at you. least I Thank feel Pete. kind of stupid asking it. So I want to start selling a few things online, you know, via Etsy, but I'm not sure what's going to sell well. So I was going to make a few of several different types of things. But my question is, how do you figure out what sizes of boxes to have so you're not buying like a different size box for each item and ending up with a ton of boxes lying around your shop? How do you figure out some standard sizes that work well. I'm sure once you get into a groove, you can kind of limit it down to your best sellers, but what do you do when you're getting started? So, uh, yeah, any advice? I'm sure it's a simple answer or I'm overthinking this, but thanks for the show. And I look forward to hearing your answers. Mike. Pete. Um, so initially what I did is I just bought a bunch of sets of because they're always in 25s or 50s sets of boxes that i thought would work for what i need them to be and then i realized they they didn't uh so some mistakes were made but what i try to do now is i found some boxes that i like i make off of like scraps i'll make regular cutting boards and then i make a lot of like little minis they're like quick and dirty you can just personalize them get them out they're 20 30 bucks of personalization whatever to people um I make a bunch of those and I have boxes that fit them perfectly now. And I actually cut them to eight and a half perfectly because, or eight and a half or ten and a half, whatever it was, perfectly to fit in this one box that I have. Um, I haven't shipped like a ton of them, but I have those boxes just for that. So now I'm being mindful of uh, not so much just the boxes I'm buying for the product, but if it's something like a cutting board or a gift, which are great for the holidays, by the way, do that. Any scraps you have, get them all into one corner. The stuff that you don't want to burn, but you don't want to like th- you know throw away. And you're just keeping. 
start slapping it into cutting boards. Just no ash, please. No oak and cutting boards. I mean, unless you want to. Is he talking about some? But I'm saying he's talking about boxes for them. Well, boxes, but he's talking about what are good gifts for the holidays, right? Like oh, did he? I didn't hear that yeah, so like I thought it yeah, was just like, boxes for the holidays. But yeah, that's what I I make stuff that fits the boxes that I got that I know work for multiple items. So I have boxes that work for 3D printed stuff, and I can also use for cutting boards, and I could try to utilize them as best as I can. But some mistakes were made. I have boxes that just don't fit anything, and I try to use them anytime I can. Dan? I <clears throat> excuse me. I think uh, you were right along the, the the same route that I went is uh, you need to kind of find out what your groove is before you can figure out exactly what you need to buy in bulk as far as packaging goes. Um, for, for me, when it came to Etsy, it was just like, and I've said this before on the show, it was a lot of throwing wet noodles at the wall and seeing what sticks. So once I figured out what was selling, you know, it was pretty easy to narrow down and figure out what I need to buy for packaging. So it, it takes some time for sure. And it did it, like Pete said, it does take a little trial and error and sometimes you're wrong and sometimes you get it right. So, <clears throat> and as far as, uh, what, what's good for the holidays, Pete's right. You know, cutting boards, you know, whatever little tchotchke things. And that's a word I picked up from Pete tchotchke, uh, Little things. People like to have little gifts and, and give out stuff. So, like, I list stuff on my Etsy store all the time, and it may not sell right away, but I figure somebody out there might want it. So, it might sell in the in the uh, in during the holidays. So, and if it doesn't, um, they're great gifts to grab off the shelf. I do want to correct Pete on one thing: ash and white oak are great for cutting boards, and I will fight you over it. I'll fight you next time I see you. Mike, we're coming okay. out to your place, right? Don't use red oak for cutting boards. That is way yeah. too porous. But white oak is fine for cutting boards, even in grain, because that is a great closed wood. As a matter of fact, they used to build ships out of white oak in the 1700s because it, it repelled water so well. It didn't repel water. It scurvy. kept water out. And, and currently, they still make whiskey barrels and wine barrels out of white oak because it is very closed grain. It's fine. I will fight anybody over that. It's Ash fine. Ash is not fine for cutting boards. It is fine. I've no. done it within grain. It's fine. Mike, next. Uh, fight me. So, um, this is awkward now. Mm, no, the uh, the box question. I don't believe there was a question about what to sell in the Etsy store. I may have missed I that. Were, but the box. Stuff on, never mind. I don't think so. But but I miss, but I the uh, boxes. <laughs> Listen the to the tape. I like, I yeah. If 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 that isn't part of the question, both these guys answered it well, and I will say to that. But for the box part, uh, when I have a new item that is going to be new to my store, I cut up other boxes that I have left over from other stuff. I have a tool I bought from Amazon that actually was recommended to me by Bruce Allrich. It's a perforating tool, so you can actually run the tool along it at a line, and it allows you to easily fold the boxes. Oh, uh, very nice. I'll be. I need a I'll link send for it that. To you here in a minute. Yeah, I'll send it to you in a minute. I'll throw it um, in the show notes. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah, I'll shoot you guys here in a bit. But I'll be very honest. I hate making boxes. I hate it with a passion. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't get into woodworking to get into making boxes. I hate it. The second I. Feel but once like you figure product, out. Yeah, the second once I you feel figure like out what box you need to do well, I buy it. And I'll buy it on Uline. Right. And I'll and sometimes it's like fifty bucks for fifty of them or whatever, or fifty bucks for twenty five or thirty of them. It's fine. If I feel like I'm going to sell any of those in the future, if I just have to sell one of that item and it pays for all those boxes and I never have to deal with that again, I'll sit on them. I don't care. Having the boxes in my inventory ready to go is I not only does it yeah. make my productivity time faster, I feel like I'm running a real business. I'm not like slapping together scrap cardboard it boxes. It looks hella stuff, professional when you get that. Yeah, like it looks nice. Box. When the customer gets it and the box fits the item and it's not like yep. an AutoZone box or like a Chewy box, <laughs> it looks really professional. So um, it's just one of those things. But if it's a one-off item, you know, you got to cut up some boxes and make some slap together some I have I have slapped together some boxes. I have as time. well. I mean, yeah. but I got kind of tired. Sometimes that's what you got to do. I, I purposely question, got John, all white boxes and all white envelopes just because it looks it pops a little more than just like brown boxes at your doorstep that was a conscious step yeah cost me an extra little couple pennies each think about that cool 
Uh, don't think too hard about the box thing. It just kind of is a sucky part of the whole thing. Shipping sucks, but it is part of it. So it's a big, it's a nice big write-off though. All those expenses. Yeah. uh, The shipping stuff is a really nice write-off. Uh, the next question is from Moses Cho. (laughs) From Moses Cho. Hey guys, it's Bao with 3D Bevelish Creation. (laughs) Hey, all I'm, all I'm going to say is I'm glad that I didn't go to maker camp this past month. (laughs) You're welcome. It's Chosen Craft Co. Moses, by the way. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs> Fantastic callback, Moses. Uh, you're not allowed to call it. <laughs> well, I'm, the next one. I is do. From- I do want to say. I do want to say. I'm super bummed out that you didn't make it out, Alan. I mean, it would have been a great time meeting you. What? Oh my gosh! It would have been, oh, no, been great to buy him a buy him a beer. No, I I get it. He that staircase he made folding up that was crazy. Um, oh my god! All right. Oh my god! Okay, so canceled. now that we've canceled. been uh, canceled, uh, the next question is from Nick. I believe it's Nick Guardi. Here is Nick Nick's G. question right here. Hey guys, it's Nick Guardi and just a weekend woodworker. Uh, I was kind of wondering. I got a question for you. Um, since the holiday season's right around the corner and every woodworker loves a gift that they don't have to buy, I was just wondering, what are some gift suggestions that wouldn't break the bank and it's not something obvious like screws or glue, just something kind of out of the ordinary that, you know, would surprise a woodworker for maybe an experienced woodworker and maybe not so experienced woodworker. Uh, looking forward to guys' answers and keep up the good work. Thanks, Pete. Christmas question for a, or Christmas gift for a woodworker. This is not a popular answer, but the best thing you can give them is a gift card. Oh, you stole my answer. That is a very I, popular I, answer. What are you unless about? unless you know, like you're actually like in the know, and like you see he's running low in Odie's, get him a jar of Odie's. They're kind of pricey, but it's great. It's going to last him a long time. Unless you know something that they actually need or they keep talking about it, but they won't buy it for themselves. If you're 100% in the know or there's someone you can talk to, get them that. Otherwise, get them a gift card. It's not a cop-out. It's literally what they want. They want a a blank check to be able to buy this thing or whatever for 20 bucks or whatever you give them. Mike? Uh, I would say a great gift is good clamps. For woodworkers, you can't uh, they're very expensive, right. and I think that like clamp, we could always use more clamps. I mean, it really is cliche, but it's true. Uh, Bessie if only if someone who, for gifts. Yeah, Team Bessie. Uh, but it, like seriously, if you like, if if you like, don't if some people don't like giving gift cards. My dad, and my stepmom just don't like them. I'm like, I love gift cards. <laughs> give me gift cards. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't like them, but they want to give you a physical gift. You know, uh, clamps are always good. Um, also, another tool that I really think is cool that I think a most every woodworker would like, even though none of us think to buy it for ourselves, unless you do a lot of hand tool work, is a spoke shave, like a nice spoke shave. Spoke <sighs> shaves are cool tools. They're really cool. They're really fun. I saw, uh, you know, speaking of <laughs> most Joe 3D DIY, Dave today uh, did a good post about his spoke shave set that he got from Lee Valley. It's a Veritas set, and it's one that I want. I have one spoke shave. It's a Veritas, and I barely ever use it, but when I do, it is just such a fun tool. It just is so such a cool way to sculpt wood. Anyway, Dan, I was gonna say <clears throat> gift cards, but Pete very uh, abruptly and so cowardly stole my answer. It's the best so our country. I do. Our I will answers. say, right? I will say this though. I mean, instead of a gift card, there's another one that's better, and that's a bag of cash. That's always appreciated. <laughs> gift card with that. Bags with of, cash. Bag of cash. Or maybe uh maybe a sack of nickels. It's all good. Um a sock full of nickels. Beating someone up? <laughs> sock full of nickels. Do they owe you money. Ow, my nickel sack. <laughs> another another one that I think is really cool that <laughs> is uh not brought up a lot as far as gifts goes. Uh maybe some like antique planes those are always yeah, those cool, are cool to a woodworker even if they don't work they're just so cool yep. to have like you my can, in-laws you can got take me the one time. And i just love it you could take the time to like make it nice you know it, it could be a little project for you so those are good you could pick those up at flea markets uh pawn shops you know the facebook marketplace craigslist you know whatever i think that's a good 
cool gift too. Yep, it's very cool. That's it. Um, That's all I got. The next. That's it for the show. Question. Nice, nice no, being here. No, there's no. <laughs> there's tons no. of oh, new no, other no, questions. No. Stop, stop, stop. Oh my goodness. There's tons of other question. Uh, question. This next question of many more of this is it actually is from Tommy G. Thomas. Hey guys, no, Thomas here from Thomas Custom Woodworks on Instagram. I wanted to ask you today about selling power tools like on Facebook Marketplace. So I'm going to be selling my circular saw soon. And um, how do you go about if the person wants to test out the tool before they buy it, which is totally reasonable. They want to make sure it works well. And I would want to test out a tool before I bought it also. But for liability reasons, I don't have insurance on my woodworking. I just have homeowner's insurance and my shop is in my garage. But how do you go about if somebody wants to test out a tool that you're selling? Do you let them test it out? Do you test it out for them? Um, love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Dan? I would tell them that I will use it and show them how to do it. And if they don't feel comfortable with that, then I will say, you know, you're free to do it. I just want you to understand that, you know, you are liable. And I get this on video. All this is on video, so they can't do anything to me. Make and sure you it's can on get video. Those views. <laughs> yeah. And you, you just say, you know, you're liable. And if you cut off your thumb, it's not on me. So that's, that's how I do that. Uh, luckily, I've never had that problem. I don't sell a whole lot of tools because I'm a bit of a tool hoarder. But I think Pete, you've sold and bought a lot of used tools, so a lot of tools. I want to hear. What, I want to hear what Mike has to say. <laughs> um, I you took. I mean, that's the same <laughs> answer. I would say is I would. Uh, I would tell them, hey, I'll use it in front of you. I don't know you. Uh, here's how it would work. You can do that on your own time. <clears throat> I'm not letting you get cut on my tools. You're obviously a scam artist. And then they leave, and I don't know why they do. Uh, yeah. When I call them a scam yeah. artist, no, that's my answer, Pete. Uh, so it's very rare that I would actually sell a tool at my house. Uh, I would, I usually choose a meetup location. If someone says I'd love Behind to see Kmart. it working, I, I, and I've done this multiple times. I'll just be like, I'll record a video and go, Hey Thomas. So here's the tool that we got. And like, I'll run it. I'll like turn it on or like run a piece of wood through it or whatever. Like I'll say their name in it. So they know this video was made since we started talking. And Hold up a newspaper with the, yeah, like today's with the date, date on like, it. Uh, January 21st, like. Uh, like you know the January wall street on my right like you know whatever um <laughs> yeah so i will legitimately record a video say their name in it so something that gives them a nod to like hey this is just for them it's not a video i recorded a month ago uh so that's what i've done it's very rare that i'll actually have people at my house I'm, i try to as public as i am about a lot of stuff like i'm i don't want a lot of people at my house uh so if it's a big tool yes i will have them over but usually it'll be in my driveway there's times where I've run an extension. Once I get a feel for the person, that's when I like open up the shop and like let them in if they're they don't get the murdery vibe, you know. So send them a video. Yeah, send them a selfie. That was cute, a very good question, Thomas. Actually, I did a very good question. It was all about selling them yeah, tools and upgrading, yo. Get... Yeah, it's a, I've sold quite a few tools, but I've been very fortunate that it's been people in the community and like there's a bunch of local woodworkers like, out yeah. here, and they're yeah. people I've interacted with, so it's never been like and. The, I mean, they they know the tool works. They see me using right. it on social media, and the tools so. the tools that I've sold like aren't going to take your arm off. I think I sold right. I sold that planer. The armor. I was like, I was like, the armor. Here, we're gonna we're gonna use this, but you have to step to the side, type of deal. But yeah, yeah I've never sold a circular saw that can get away from somebody really quickly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Cirque saw I'm, is something you definitely. I would not let someone come. Even if I knew them, like from the community, I, that's just kind of one of those tools. I just be like, hey, you know what? Just watch me use it. Give me my money. Get on out of here. You can go cut your hand off on your property. So yep. um, that's it for our questions. What? Um, crazy. What? What? Whose pants are these? I wasn't. No, expecting uh, get that. the questions. Get the questions in. Even for Max doesn't next believe week. it. Look at the look on his face. Now he's like, this Mike guy's a liar. Yeah, uh, we got we got Jimmy next week, guys. So get the questions in for Jimmy. We're Jimmy really who? excited about that. Uh, Jimmy from Buffett. Glory. DeResta. Oh, oh okay. Uh, no, we got we got him next week. So get those questions in, and then uh, you know share the show. 
shout us out on your stories. We love that. You guys that do that are just incredible. So thank you so much for yeah. keeping the show alive and your uh, your stories. We, we really appreciate that. And check us out on uh, TikTok. I do want to say – TikTok going now. <laughs> yes. Check us out on TikTok. Uh, I do want to say if you shout us out in your stories, we all see it. And sometimes the podcast sees it. That's totally my fault. If we don't see it, don't think that we're not paying attention to you. We do see it and we, we do love it. it. Yeah, we'll share it. Also, the guy who runs would, the podcast IG is pretty lazy and he's a terrible person. We should probably fire him. Holy cow, that escalated quickly. But besides those very true facts, if you guys could please <laughs> go to the the pay, the uh, the podcast YouTube page, please, uh, youtube.com forward slash another woodshop podcast and give us a subscription. It really helped us out. We're, uh, I mean, full transparency, we're really close to getting monetized over there. And uh, just a little side trickle income would really help us out a lot. So um, it's just a free way you can help support the show is just yeah. to go s- to subscribe. Also, Pete has got a huge money windfall recently, and he said he's going to give you a dollar for your subscription. So you Every go, single person who subscribes gets a yep, dollar, yes. Pete But you have to find a secret now. link in one of our 85 videos. Ooh, I like that. Or maybe it's in one of the live videos. So make sure to pay Could attention. Could be anywhere. There's an Easter egg. But you it'll have literally to be a be, you'll, be wa- you'll be watching, and it'll just <laughs> it'll flash for a nanosecond with the link, and I'll send you a dollar. It's uh, it's flash marketing it's right now. It. Yep, flash marketing. All right. Well, now that we've uh, lied to everyone. Oh God. No, we didn't <laughs> Did you lie. see it? The we code was on the his chest. You missed it. Um, we laid the groundwork. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Big thanks for uh, all you guys for supporting us. And uh, go check out the Patreon page. and Check us all out on social media. We're all over the place. Um, And the podcast. And hey, if you see someone bullying us on social media, bully them back. Let's dox those guys. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ruin their life. Let's find, yeah, let's let's like plant a dead hooker at their job, at their (laughs) place of work. And then we'll just get this thing rolling for reals. So, I'm checking out. You guys later. Oh, you guys are out here spitballing ideas. That's it. There's no commitment. There's no good ideas. There's no bad ideas. We don't know. No, there's just ideas. So, there's just ideas. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get out of here. We'll talk to you guys next week, and you guys have a great week. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Love you long time. Bye. Yeah, I guess. Bye. And I'm still gonna kill you someday.